Hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Ho! Hey everybody, it's Kerry Poindexter here with your boy. It's your boy, Bob Fickety. And today, on Small Package, we went to Evolve 74. We're reporting back. It was hella fun, dog. Also, it's the go-home show on Raw for Roadblock. End of the line. James Ellsworth was sick on SmackDown. All that and more wrestling news here on Small Package. Oh, yeah. at it again. Oh, yeah. So, how you feeling? Whoa, uh, we're doing good. We're doing good here. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little congested, so I'm going to sound a little funny. Yeah, that's fine. But, um, it's winter time. So, let's see. Is my, is my house haunted right now? It what might is, be. What is happening Your with door this door? really wants to be open. I am the door. And there's voices in my hallway. I believe those are just other tenants of the building. Might be ghosts. Could be ghosts. So anyway... By the way, did you know that apparently ghosts used to be a, uh, a thing for Christmas? Like, apparently that used to be like part of like the Christmas tradition with like ghost stories. Huh. Which is, I find, really funny. Because, you know, you always I mean, think Halloween. I mean, uh, a Christmas carol is a ghost story. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But like apparently that used to be a bigger tradition. Like, and there's uh, isn't uh, are you thinking of the the lyrics to that song? There'll be scary ghost stories. Yeah, but apparently that like tales from the glory. Yeah, I heard that, but then I looked Christmas into it. Apparently that used ago. to be an old an old timey Christmas tradition was telling ghost stories. Huh. Which I think is just super like super bizarre because I don't associate Christmas with ghosts. Yeah. At all. Um, not even the ghost of Jesus. That's Easter. Right? That's an Easter thing. <laughs> we just alienated our very religious fan base. Oh, you know, by religion. All those evangelicals that are listening to the podcast. It would be really shitty if, if I said that as a joke and then we just never got listens anymore. Because we only had evangelicals listening. It'd be super, super bizarre. Um, anyway. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Small Package Show. Wrestling. Episode 27. Whoa, we're at that many now? I know, it's crazy thing. And uh, in fact, if you count like the specials that we've done that we didn't count as episodes, there was a couple episodes we split into two parts. Uh-huh. Um, and all the Ross down lives. Whatever happened to Ross down life? I don't know. Gabe Ross, you stopped calling him. He just, he's just busy. He, he's on air talent again now, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to try to get him back after the holidays. I think that uh, uh-huh. recording schedules might be a little crazy for... The next few weeks, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. We do have that John Moore episode to put up. John Moore, friend of the show. I have to finally get that get that uploaded. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of news happening in the world of wrestling. Um, big big news that relates to what we did this past weekend. Um, so Bob and I went to Evolve seventy four. Yeah, we did. And it was 
it was a a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun. fun. Shout out to Corey Jr., friend of the show. Uh, yeah, Corey, our buddy. Uh, we so we had an extra ticket. One, uh, our our friend Mo. Shout out to Mo, friend of the show. Couldn't make it out. Um, so we we went on, or Bob went on to Squared Circle, and uh, just started, you know, looking up, you know, people who might be interested in going, and uh, you know, putting that out there. Um, and this guy Corey Cofield hit us up on on uh, Squared Circle and said he'd be down to go. So we met up with him. Uh, if you haven't found us on Facebook, go check out our Facebook, Small Package POD. Um, and uh, we, we've been live streaming stuff more often during Raw and SmackDown. And uh, also during the Evolve show, we, we put up a bunch of like 10, 15 minute live streams. And uh, he's definitely in there in the photos and videos. Um, but as it relates to Evolve 74, Chris Hero, it looks like, has been signed to a WWE contract. Uh, I mean... That's what we hear. What we know so far is we have multiple reports of him coming to WWE, and then he tweeted out something along the lines of how there's poor journalism out there that, that makes unfortunate situations or something. But he didn't like directly mention right. anything, and we. This- but Meltzer said it wasn't about him. So it the the reports that he's probably poo pooing on are the reports that he's coming back under his Cassius Ono name. Gotcha. Um, and also this was pointed out by several other podcasts and whatnot. But there's there's also a chance that that tweet may not have even necessarily been wrestling directed. Fair. You know that could have been him commenting on all the. F- all the fake news stuff that has been going on lately, you know, that being said, I mean, it's uh, more likely it's wrestling, but him being brought in as the Cassius Ono name is a dumb idea. Cause like nobody's going to remember his run from NXT probably. And he's built a pretty good brand name for himself under Chris hero. So it would make the most sense to just stick with that. I understand if WWE wants, you know, to get their license on everything and, you know, they don't want to have to pay out Chris Hero for using his name, but it just, it makes more sense for him to use the name that he's made a bigger name with. Yeah. And let's be honest, they've, they've sort of gone back to the trend of allowing people to use their old gimmicks. I mean, AJ Styles is a huge example. They didn't make him change his name. Um, you know, <clears throat> like uh, when when Coda came, they made him change the gimmick up. Uh-huh. But, you know, they let Shinsuke True. stay himself. I think they've kind of... Samoa Joe's himself. Yeah, exactly. I think they've kind of let that, let, like, gone back to the, I, the philosophy of, well, they've already, uh, like, you know, established a name for themselves with their gimmick. What's the point of signing this contract up if we don't use that popularity they've built? Yeah. And it also makes a lot more sense because if they're successful in eventually buying and or licensing tape libraries, 
it makes more sense to be like, look at the AJ Styles collection uh-huh. as opposed to being like, look at the Frank murder face collection, formerly known as AJ Styles at other organizations. It's like, you know, even though we're in the reality era, I feel like that's a little bit too much of a stab to the heart of kayfabe. Yeah. Uh, it would be, uh, I think, I think it's especially notable in the cruiserweights, how you have, you know, the only people who really changed their names coming in for the cruiserweights were Grand Metalik. And that's it, right? To my knowledge, I know TJP has wrestled under a couple different names. Right. Uh, is that a vacuum cleaner that I'm hearing in the microphone? Or like a blender? This is the difficulty of recording a podcast in New York City in your apartment. Because you're always going to have some noise. Like, somewhere. it's always something, man. And then, you know what the funny thing is? This week, I'm not even running the air conditioner because it's like eight fucking degrees outside. Yeah, I don't need it. So we're like, oh, cool. My radiator will probably kick on any minute. And you guys will hear that because it sounds just like a train is coming through my fucking living room. Um, and then there's whatever that sound is. It sounds like a vacuum cleaner slash drill. Yeah, or a, I mean, if it's a drill, it is a big drill, and they are drilling constant. Yeah, no, they're going hard. They're going hard. They're the putting like a forty-eight inch screw into the fucking wall. What the? What in the world? Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, the Chris Hero probably coming into WWE, and that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's exciting he was the stuff. Main event of Evolve seventy four. Yeah, and uh, you know he's nothing to fuck with. Um, speaking of Evolve seventy four, uh, the card for Evolve seventy four had a lot of had a lot of fun stuff. We opened up the show um, with uh, Dustin. No, not Dustin. The Dustin match. We opened up with, with uh, Drew Gulak match. With the Drew right? Gulak match, yeah, Drew Gulak versus Jaka. Uh, and that, that match was a lot of fun. The uh-huh. crowd was super into Drew Gulak. Um, wish he could translate a little bit more of that indie love to, to fucking to WWE, WWE, man. But, but uh, he, he, he did really good. Uh, and then he had a uh, confrontation with Tracy Hot, Hot Sauce Williams afterwards uh, because Gulak used to be a part of the Tag Team Champs catch point. Uh, we also had Dustin versus Chris Dickinson. That was a fun match. Uh, we had the David versus Goliath match with Darby Allen, which was versus Brian Cage. Tight. If you follow Bob on Snapchat, you may have seen the super dope throw into the audience moment, um, and uh, that that was just a ton of fun to see. Uh, we had Matt Riddle versus Jeff Cobb. That was a that was a fucking hell of a match. Yeah, it was uh, Riddle. Riddle coming in from you know the MMA UFC world, and Jeff Cobb just being absolutely just 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 a big dude, huge. Um, and and Cobb won the match, but neither looked weak. You know, um, Dustin beat Chris Dickinson. Brian Cage beat Darby. Although the Darby yeah, Allen match, out. yeah, by count out. And what a count out finish! He threw him from the ring to the stage, which is, I mean, at least. Oh, well, three feet? No, maybe more because it was that's to the barricade. I feel like because he threw him over the barricade and up onto the stage. So probably a good like I would say probably like seven foot from the ring from the edge of the apron to the edge of the stage. I mean, he was still in the ring, so it wasn't the edge of the apron. 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like it was probably at least a good seven feet. Yeah. <clears throat> and he launched him and he almost made back to the ring, but uh, that played later on into the matches. We had Cody Rhodes, Cody, just Cody, Cody Rhodes, grandson of a plumber, uh, versus Ethan Page uh, with one of the gatekeepers um, with him. And man, what a what a hellacious match. And Cody had just just joined the Bullet Club the night before. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, the night before. So he was in full Bullet Club mode. There was a lot of two-sweeting going on. Um, Chris Hero. Uh, well, actually, before that, the Evolved Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Catchpoint, which is Tracy Williams and Fred Yehi fought off against uh, Peter Casa and Ricochet. And man, first off, Peter Casa straight up looked like he was sucked out of the 80s. Yeah, and put he was like... If you took, I don't know, like the hair of HBK and put it on the body of Kurt Angle, or like, or like, he also looked like he could have fit right in with like the Steiners. Yeah, like if he like had been old a, Steiners. Yeah, like if he had been like with the Steiners, you'd be like, this makes perfect sense. He had like a, it's like hockey mullety. Like I could see HBK, but it was more. It was like a if HBK joined the NHL for a while. Um, all these acronyms going around but uh, Ricochet and Peter Casa lost uh, great match Uh, and then the main main event was Chris Hero versus a returning Dick Togo and my god we we were so hashtag blessed to get to watch Dick Togo work in the ring with Chris Hero Uh, just phenomenal storytelling in match and just Great moves, super respectful match, handshakes afterwards. Chris Hero cut a promo, uh, and Dustin came out and interrupted him, and then Chris Hero left. But what a what a match! It really was, and uh, it was a great uh, capper to the whole night. Any any other highlights you wanted to talk about from Evolve seventy four? It was a fun show. Uh, excited to. See if we can go to another one in the future. They're coming back in February, so very cool. We'll have to go check that out. We we bought the like fifty dollar like ringside seats. Um, I would definitely recommend to people try to sit to, towards the front of the ring, or if you get the VIP tickets in the back. But I will say, if we're on, if you're on the side, try to be to the middle. We had I liked our seats. We were very close to the action. And there was a lot of cool moments that we got to experience in that corner because of wrestlers cut, like walking by and stuff. Uh-huh. But we watched a lot of ref butt. Yeah, we did a lot of ref, and also photographer butt. Uh huh. I, I at one point I really wanted to tap the one of the photographers on the shoulder and go, "I sure am glad I paid fucking fifty to sixty bucks for this ticket to watch your butt." Like I know that they're there to do their job to take photos, but for Christ's sakes, we're we're paying customers trying to watch this, and it's just like him standing in the way for like a majority of the Togo versus uh, Chris Hero match. I just started to get kind of annoyed, but it was a fun show. We almost got our picture taken with Cody Rhodes after the show, but then we decided because of a surprise that we were supposed to do the next day uh-huh. that we would just wait. Uh, we had talked. Uh, to some friends of the show and fans of the show about this possible interview we we're going to have and uh going to work it and uh, not do it it should be noted 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, work it. But then in the process of that, we were supposed to get an interview for a small package uh-huh. out of it. Uh-huh. Um, so we didn't take our picture with Cody Rhodes because we were supposed to be working the Kingdom Come show the next day in Jersey. And Magic Pro Wrestling Show. Yeah. And uh, which, according to the internet, <clears throat> turned out to be an incredible fucking pay-per-view. There were, I, I saw some clips from it. Looked like a good show. Um, so long story short, I won't name names. We're going to change the names of those involved to protect whoever the fuck. Anyway, <clears throat> a friend of mine, cause as some of you know, I, my, by day I am a sound mixer. I do a lot of TV and film stuff. Um, so a friend of mine said that a friend of his, uh, was putting together a project with a wrestler and, Again, I'll just keep the names out of it for now. Um, and that wrestler is going to be working the Kingdom Come show in Jersey. And we were all hyped up. And we were like, Cody's going to be there. A bunch of other people are going to be there. So we won't bother trying to get pictures after the Evolve show. You know, bothering anybody he was you know crazy. He was swamped. We were like, well, we'll be backstage working. Because Bob was going to be there working with the crew. I was going to be the sound guy. Shout out to Brandon, friend of the show. I was going to be the camera guy. Brandon's and it's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying shout out. He's still friend uh, of the show. Sure, sure, you can sure. Take a shout out. Um, friend of the show slash former and, guest of the show. Former guest. Um, so we were gonna go shoot this this wrestling uh, related promotional material, and uh, then the day of our, our we get a call that's like, oh hey, we're pushing the shoot back by a few hours. So Brandon, Bob, and I are all just sort of waiting around, standing down, waiting for it, and then. The friend of my friend who has organized this entire shoot. Again, this is his project following a wrestler. Uh, he calls us and is like, hey, uh, it's off now. And I'm like, oh, that's terribly disappointing because uh, I was going to be working on this project pro bono. Actually, all of us were working on it for free. And what we would get out of it was we were told that, you know, in exchange for me helping to shoot this thing for free, that I would be able to secure some interviews for small package with some of the wrestlers from the Kingdom Show uh, Kingdom Come Show card. Uh, very exciting stuff. We were getting pumped up, you know, to have these interviews on here. And then we get another call that the shoot is now canceled. It is now canceled. And there was there was uh, rumors flying around about. Possibly because drugs were involved, which is just crazy. Uh, not what the wrestler, I should say, point that out. But with apparently whoever would have been driving us out to New Jersey for the show. Which is uh, is definitely a surprise. Yeah, that we weren't told in advance that, you know one of the people who might be on this project might have a drug problem. So that was definitely shocking to say the least. Um, obviously I'm omitting names here because there's a chance maybe this gets salvaged in the future. I ain't calling out people for being methods. We're not. <laughs> it was, it was like, I was told that the, 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 the drugs in question were meth and also maybe heroin or crack. I can't remember. It was one of the other, it was meth and something. And I think it was either heroin or crack. Uh, crack and meth just sounds like an overkill. 
right? It's it sounds. I feel like the the heroin might be like to like correct how much meth you've taken. Like, oh man, I'm tweaking. I took too much meth. I'll take a little heroin to take the edge off. The the logic is sound in this. You know, cracking meth sounds like, oh man, I just had an entire two liter of Diet Coke. I'm going to go take a no-dose. Like, oh, get crazy on that D-Coke, son. Yeah. That's my only frame of reference on anything, Bob. Um, Anyway, so we almost, you know, got behind, got in a car with a meth head behind the wheel for wrestling. And that should tell all of you how dedicated that we are to this community, to our crowd. What? I wasn't going to get in that car, even if he showed up, which he didn't anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if he had been tweaking when he showed up, Bob. But uh, just to tell you what the how the main event ended. For that show? Yeah. Okay. It was a match w- with Cody and... PJ Black or something? PJ what? Dunn? Oh, Dunn? Yeah. I don't okay. Know. Somebody. I'd never heard of this name before. Okay. Because uh, I think PJ Black is Justin Gabriel. Oh. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. And point is, uh, both wrestlers were like knocked down in the ring, and so Cody's wife, Brandy, right? No. S- yeah. Yeah? Brandy Rhodes. I thought that was her name. Oh. Uh, she was in the middle of the ring, like, trying to get Cody up. And then... <laughs> and then... Getting him up. Uh, uh, Joey Ryan's music hits. Yeah. And he walks out, and he steals her and walks away with her, like, slung over his shoulder. What? I, I don't know. That's the only clip I saw was them in the middle of the ring and him walking out and taking her and leaving. What? And then the, the cliff ended. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm so mad we didn't get to go to that show. That would have been a lot of fun to have been there. And, and also, I would have won the bet. The walls bet? were white. <laughs> Oh, the walls were white. <laughs> they weren't tan color. Oh, I don't know. That would, I feel like that would have been a push. That would have been a push. I said like a beige or off-white color. They were straight up. White. They were like Seamus getting hit with the, uh-huh. the lights they of white. They were not like this. They were like white. Envelope. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Where was it? Was it at a VFW or Knights of Columbus or whatever? That's what it said on Facebook. It said the Knights of Columbus. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was Evolve seventy four. It was a shit ton of fun. Uh, support your, you know, independent wrestling community. Buy tickets. Go see Evolve go see shit. shows. Shakara. All these other promotions. Go watch them. PWG if if you're in that area. <sighs> I guess we should get to Raw now. We've managed to take up twenty minutes of time talking about our weekend and adventure. Uh, sure. We should probably get to this go home show. All right. So, this was a weird show for it being a go home show. The mm-hmm. more I thought, think about it, the like, they only by the end of the night had five matches established for the card, four or five for the pay per view that's on Sunday. Right. Like, what? It's uh, it's kind of weird. 
and like half the half the crew wasn't even there because they were in Afghanistan or something for a tribute. Right. Well, they were they were there just to say hi. Oh. Tribute to the troops was actually from DC. Oh, but they they did photo ops to bring back to tribute to the troops. Gotcha. But like Charlotte was there, that's why she wasn't on TV. Right. Uh. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm also uh, SmackDown I'm was not, taped this week. Yeah, it was. It was it taped? Tri- on, was it taped on Tuesday though? Yeah, just for tribute because they also taped tribute on Tuesday. Ah, okay. Which is why they pushed two hundred five live to being before Raw on Monday. Making it also oh the taped. taping of it yeah was so it still aired Tuesday night yeah two hundred five live and and tribute are the only two things I haven't watched from this week I so. haven't watched two hundred five live but I did watch tribute we are behind but who can blame us when there's so much Dude, fucking it's content. too much anyway so back to raw uh yeah I mean oh. we opened up with the tag team triple threat yeah. And uh, you and I were complaining about the end of it, but um, apparently Kofi did tag off of Anderson when he was in the corner. Just not on camera. We just didn't see that. Yeah, and the ref didn't yeah, make that the was, call. The whole internet community was blowing up about Kofi not being the legal man and finishing this match. And, uh, and I think a big part of it is just the angle. They just didn't show the correct camera angle for it. Yeah, and you know, they... They went through a whole like round of explaining all of the rules of it, and then they like didn't really. I don't know. It was weird. They didn't follow the rules. There was a lot. There were several cover ups, like pins in the match, where I was like, "Well, that person's not legal. None. This doesn't matter." Yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird because on one hand you want to just go, "Okay, calm, calm your tits. It's wrestling," you know. But on the other hand, it's like. If you if live you're in taking the, the time to establish the rules, like then you kind of have to follow them, right? If you're going to make a big deal about that, these are the rules of the of the quote unquote match in kayfabe, then the rules should should have to apply. I'm also just not a big fan of the way they do these fucking triple Three threat tag, tags, yeah. Where it's just like you could tag anybody. It's like <sighs> just do it elimination style, or or do it where. You know, there's three or four people in the ring, depending on how many tag teams are in there. You know, do that way. You know, like, I don't know. And uh, it was extra drama because we were all like, is WWE going to pull the ultimate swerve and like force New Day to lose their titles? You know, in retrospect. Hours away from them taking the, the record. On Monday, I actually, I believed they would. I believe that the storyline value of taking the titles at the zero, like literally within four hours of breaking the record, uh-huh. I thought would get would just be a huge swerve that would make the fans react. The same way that Goldberg winning in, you know, what, a minute and a half at Survivor Series, it got people talking. Yeah. It, in, in retrospect, looking at the first match, looking at the first match, I was like, there really wasn't a way to do that without putting the titles on Gallo and Anderson. And I felt like if anyone was going to take the titles, it was going to be Cesaro and Sheamus, or as I'm going to call them from now on, Cesaro. 
And uh, while that one Cesaro sequence was just absolutely insane, and I was so sure it was the finish with like the stomp to the outside yeah, and everything ran around did the huge uppercut. It was perfect. Got back in the ring. Yeah, no, that was, that was a really good sequence. Did you think that was the finish at first too? No. For a second? No. I, I anyway, <laughs> but then as I thought about it, you can't really put the belt on Shizaro because they're, their faces. They're being like, they finally have people not booing Seamus. So you can't have them take the titles off the new day. So, and I didn't think that they were putting it on the Bullet Club so close to a pay per view on I mean, on you, Raw. Could. you could. You could have them. You could. I just didn't think. Turn th- New Day back heel. Yeah. So, New Day retains, and then they have a party backstage where they blast Stephanie McMahon with champagne. Giggity. On accident. Quote unquote. Wink, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, wink. And uh, she gets all pissy and. I'm I'm kind of going out of chronological order for a moment. Kevin Owens later in the show goes back and goes, "Hey, I have an idea how you can get revenge on them," which set up Jericho versus New Day for the tag titles at the end of the show, and then Mick Foley decided to throw Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins into the mix. He had another awkward tag team triple threat, and the second one of the show, and then we basically bookended the show with New Day defending their tag team titles twice to break the record. And then again, you know, in retrospect, thinking about it, you're not going to, they could have put the tag titles on Jericho and gotten the massive heat for stealing the thunder from New Day. So close to, I mean, Uh at that point it's almost 11. Yeah. You know, one hour from breaking the record to have Jericho steal the titles. It, but that would undo this like breaking up of Jericho that they've been doing. Uh-huh. So, cause now, or, or I mean, or I guess they could have had them been that rare type of tag team where they're angry with each other, but yeah. also champions, um, which could have been interesting, but I knew they wouldn't give it to Roman and, and Rollins. Cause no. you know, you're not going to try to put heat on your two, and that also Baby doesn't faces. tell a good story. That tells a really weird, confusing story. Right. So, in the end, New Day retains a second time. And now they are the champs, and they are the record holders for the longest tag team title reign in WWE's history. Which someone pointed out that with the lawsuits going on right now against WWE, that's probably a big reason why they wanted to give that longest reign to new day both as a you know symbolic pat on the back for you know new day taking what was a hot trash gimmick and turning it into the top ba- like babyface tag the team top merch sellers you kidding me you gotta you gotta know that new day moved the most merch in 2016 probably i mean cena is just a perennial merch mover like with the kids, but New Day. Was yeah, they had hot. like five or six big shirts. They had those horns. They oh, had yeah. Cereal, the non candy bars. It's crazy to think that they were like, able to move food merch. That's something that we don't see very often. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, John Cena doesn't have his own cereal, kidding me? Which is also just bananas, but. Uh, no, it's Bootios. Ah, uh, <laughs> Bob, you're fine. Well, I guess John Cena had Fruity Pebbles. Well, but that wasn't like John Cena's Fruity uh-huh. Pebbles. That was like Fruity Pebbles guest featuring John Cena <laughs> on the box. Um, 
so you know that's how we bookended raw so that's how it ended and lots of stuff happened in the middle like lana and rusev wasting our fucking time with a sex tape fake out that turned out to be them just re-airing footage from the last week yeah of of enzo getting beat up yeah and enzo wasn't even there yeah because he was also i think in the middle east i mean right but i'm just saying like Instead, we got Big Cass coming out. And like, don't get me wrong. Big Cass is not bad at promo. Kinda. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I think it's just, just his style is weird. Stiff. His, but I think that that's him. Because he talks like this so that you know what he's saying. I think it's honestly, it, it feels like I, a part of me wants to say that it's just the character so that I'm not mad about it. But part of me thinks it's him trying to remember the script. See, I feel like it's him being so careful to not mess up that he just like, he's like, you know what? Instead of trying to hold a normal conversation, I'm gonna make sure I don't mess up. <laughs> Fair. Um, you know, I, I, I don't hate Cass's promos. I definitely think that when Enzo was hurt with the concussion protocol, he did, he did, he held his own. He did fine. Um, clearly Enzo is the mouthpiece, but you know, big cat man, big cast does look great though in the ring, and I totally see why they want to push him to the moon. And I hope they do. I hope at some point he gets in a very nice singles run. I hope that you know Enzo is like his manager for that, and then they go back to tag teaming for a while. Like that's that'd be awesome. But anyway, so the Rusev is Rusev fighting Enzo or Big Cass? Big Cass. So he is fighting Big Cass. Yeah. So the feud has been with Enzo. But now that it comes time for like the pay-per-view fight, Big Cass will take it. Yes. Okay. I thought it was Enzo's dick that was causing all the problems. Big Cass was the one like, don't do it, Zo. And now he's got a fight for him. I don't know. We'll see. It should be a fun fight don't still. Uh, we got a, vi- a video package from Sasha. I think that's all we got. Yeah. I don't remember seeing her there. Was she also at the? I think so. The photo I think so. so we do get, and this is pretty fun. Uh, and a lot of people are speculating that it'll be the main event of End of the Line. Um, that a, a thirty-minute Iron Women match. Well, they're calling it an Iron Man match. They didn't do what they did in NXT, where they called it Iron Woman match. But that would be, I feel like, would be good marketing to be like it's an Iron Woman match. So thirty minutes, Sasha and Charlotte. So we'll see who can get. The most pinfalls or submissions in a half hour on the card, um, and they—I think they can go the the distance on that one. I think that'll be a really fun match. Uh, it's a cool stip. Um, now you all can hear that radiator sound I was talking about. It's awful. It's awful. New York City, man. Anyway, so that'll be fun. Uh, what else happened on Monday Night Raw? We had. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, at the end of the 
triple threat, the second triple threat tag team match, we saw the glue kind of come undone between Kevin Owens and Jericho. Um, you know, they're, they're mad at each other. And Reigns and, and Rollins are doing fine as a tag team. Um, what, were, what were the other matches even on the, on the card? I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember. There was... I mean, obviously there was Cruiserweight something, but... Uh, I don't even remember what it was. Maybe it was... Was that the... No. Uh, Gallagher announced his intentions to interfere in the Davari match. Yeah. Which was a fun spot. Uh, I th- Some people hated it. Some people loved it. A lot of people were just like, that was cool. I'm in the camp of I loved it. I thought that it was really cool to have Jack Gallagher interrupt and be like, as an upstanding gentleman, I am announcing my intentions to interfere in this match before walking down to the ring. Oh, yeah. It was funny. I don't think you can do that every week. It would get old. Uh Uh-huh. But it was definitely a fun thing. The crowd was definitely into Gallagher and his, like, fruit striped gum on black trunks that he wears. Uh Um, So that was a lot of fun. But Jesus Christ, I can't even remember anything else that happened on Raw. I don't know if it's just that there's just too much wrestling going on or if truly none of the other stories were that good. But... (laughs) Do you remember anything else that happened on Raw? It just felt like those were the main things. Not uh, Braun Strowman and Sami Zayn. That's right. Oh, yeah. Where Sami almost got <sighs> traded. So, yeah. You want to tell this For one? Eva Marie. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, Sami's all like, I want to fight Strowman. And Mick Foley's like, no, you'll get killed. He's like, I want to fight Strowman. He's like, no, you'll get killed. He's like, fine then. I want to trade to SmackDown because if you aren't going to treat me with the respect I want, then I should go to a place where I will be treated with the respect I deserve. And so they're like, okay, I got to. Mick Foley's like, I got to trade for you. I called up Daniel Bryan. You you want to be traded? Just have to sign this paper. He's like, okay. He's like, it's traded for a comparable talent. He's like, okay. He's like, do I know who the comparable talent is? Sure. Eva Marie. Then everyone's like, boo. And so he was like, I bet. And it was all just it was all just like this dumb plot for Sammy to be like. No, I still want the match and Mick Foley to be like, oh, okay, I was just testing you to make sure this is what you wanted. Like, sure. Okay. He's only been demanding it for the past couple months. Sure. And now all of a sudden you're going to like. And, and the, the best part was every time they talked about how he was getting traded to SmackDown, the crowd just erupted. The crowd was just so happy. At the thought of Sami Zayn going to SmackDown. Which is hilarious that, you know, on Raw, the, the crowd was just like, yeah, go to SmackDown. Right? Yeah, leave this show. You just hear, like, in the back, even in the backstage video segments of it, where, like, Mick was back there talking to Steph or whoever, whenever he would bring up the possibility of trading Sami to SmackDown, you could hear the crowd in the arena just, just going nuts. Like, do it. That's what we all want here. Um, and then that's all I can remember from fucking Monday Night Raw. Like, yeah, like I'm sorry, it's not a very memorable show, especially considering it was a go home show. You know, something, 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 cruiserweights, something, something, something. 
tag team titles. I mean, it was, it's just such a weird kind of flat go home for what is not a super hyped up. And let's be honest, we're all looking at the rumble. The rumble's just around the corner. Yeah, that's the, that's the pay-per-view everyone's really caring about. Nobody cares about roadblock, especially since this is the second roadblock of the year. That's why they had to add the tagline end of the line. Because if, if they just called it roadblock, it would, it would fuck up Wikipedia, I feel like. Huh. You know what I mean? It'd be like roadblock. 2016. <laughs> well, that's two things. And roadblock 2016, too. Fuck. Um, we'll, we'll get to our predictions for... Um, end of the line in a few minutes i got the card pulled up here yeah me too so let's uh let's go to smackdown so smackdown this week i had fun it was okay um i feel like that there's been kind of a trend where raw has been getting better and i wouldn't say that smackdown has been getting worse i just feel like as good it's just not as good as raw has been and i think a part of that is the sameness of all of the matches where we're not getting robust yeah man we're getting Ms. Ziegler and AJ Ambrose matches again and again and again and again and I will say that that has been the trend Uh, you know because when the brand split first happened Smackdown was the vastly superior brand we had interesting stories we had talking smack made everything feel fresh after the fact Um, you know we had all of these you know guys who before weren't able to shine able to shine on the show it was cool. It was great. And Raw started off with a bang, but then kind of fizzled out at right after the brand split, and SmackDown just took off like a jet. And everything kind of stayed that way. Survivor Series was a little weird because of the whole, like, you know, everything getting mingled up. So all of a sudden, you know, there was a holding pattern where none of the stories on any of the shows could really advance. And coming out of Survivor Series, Raw's been hat. Like Raw's it been really has Raw's been. been real hot coming out Survivor Series. SmackDown's been a little flat. Now this week, I I enjoyed SmackDown. I would say, on the whole, a little more than I enjoyed Raw this week. Yeah, I agree. But it's close. Just because Raw really petered out. They've been doing so well with their backstage and out of the arena segments, oh, yeah. and then they just didn't do that this week. Right. And it's just like. And might it, part of it might okay. have been because of tribute to the troops. True. Like, let's be honest. They, they had a they, lot they, of people out. They had people out. They have, you know, a lot of show to produce over the next few days. So I understand them not wanting to go all out. Yeah, I mean it, it's, you know, I feel like that's why this is. But it is awkward that that happens in a go home week. Like that's yeah. the thing that makes it because if this was just a random raw, yeah, if this is a one-off raw, I'd be like, all right, well, they kind of fucked up this one, but whatever. They'll yeah, be back next week. But no, this is supposed to be like the go home. Here's time to get hyped for this pay per view, and everyone's just like, oh fuck, there's a pay per view on Sunday. Yeah, well, and a part of that has to do with I feel like audience fatigue. Yeah, coming out of all of these, especially since TLC was so good My and just Christ. you know two weeks ago. Uh, it's just it's hard to just get invested. It honestly does make you kind of feel like, man, if I only watched one of the brands, I probably wouldn't be so fatigued. Like if you treated them as truly separate products and it was just like, oh man, I watched SmackDown and I watched the SmackDown pay-per-views, then you'd only have, you know, one additional paper. I mean, you basically would have the same amount of pay-per-views, but maybe just a couple more because of the big four. 
and the overlap that happens, but it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you're we before we were used to one pay-per-view a month. Sure. If you only watch one brand, you still only have for most months one, one pay-per-view. But because most WWE fans are going to watch Raw and SmackDown, uh-huh. two a month is just so much to keep up with. Yeah. Anyway. So if you watched just SmackDown, the pacing would be really weird because you would have watched Survivor Series in late November and then TLC the first weekend of December. And then you'd have to go all the way to like the, the last weekend of January to get to a pay-per-view for Rumble. That's true. So anyway, SmackDown this week. Let's just get into that. It opens up with the the chinless one is sick and very fake, but whatever. It's, it's probably because it's probably because AJ was hurt and needed oh, an ankle. extra week. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and it's not like they really need to rush that story. They open so they open up with a really good Miz TV segment. Yeah, that. Uh, ended with Luke Harper looking fucking awesome. Oh yeah, and and Miz cut, cut Miz and AJ healing like heel buddying around and then Miz being like I'm better than you, then Ambrose coming out, then Ziggler coming out, then yeah, Luke Harper like you mentioned and yeah, I mean it set up what would be a fatal four way for the new number one contender because Ellsworth is too sick to compete. And I swear to God, I just hope they just drop the storyline. Just just let Ellsworth fade away for a while and just let him not come back for a hot minute and just we don't need that storyline. We're we're fine. Uh-huh. I promise you, we will not be that heartbroken. Uh, uh Ziggles takes the win. Oh, well, hold on. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Carmella defeated Natalia in the I swear I didn't do it versus this bitch did it match. Um, Natalia spent most of the match screaming to a ringside Nikki Bella. I didn't I didn't do it. You got to believe me, Nikki. I didn't do it. Uh, I, I feel like this is going to be what you said, how it's going to lead to a debut of Molina. Oh, Mickey James. Mickey James. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Mickey James coming back. And uh, although it's weird because if Mickey James did do it, so she's coming back heel. Yeah, their balance of faces and heels would be off. Also, yeah, but it, also it, Mickey it, James is going to get a huge pop when she comes back. She was very over when she left. That's not me being a sarcastic butthole like usual. That's me being like, there will be a huge pop for her. So, and unfortunately, I don't think that she. Uh, you know, Mickey James is not is is you know is, is good, but like I don't think she has that like Rollins ability to turn the pop into hate. Uh huh. Like when he came back from injury, man, he he gave a masterclass clinic lesson in taking all super- those cheers and turning them to booze. Oh, it was fast. beautiful, dude. It was like instantaneous almost. God damn, that is a loud radiator. I've lived here for two years, and every time it still startles me. Um. Anyway, so then Carmella defeats Natalia. Uh, Hype Bros won the tag team battle royale over the top rope. Man, that was crazy. AA got eliminated pretty early yeah, on. Yeah, they were the first group. Or uh, Vaude Villains second, were, yeah. Vaude Villains are first. And then AA. Yeah, so it's like we all saw the painting on the walls that AA is, you know, the, the new faces to be pushed, but. We got a little swerved with them getting eliminated. I feel like, and there's a, I think there's a good reason for this. So first off, the Usos weren't in it at all. 
I think that we're still going to get Usos and AA feuding. Uh-huh. Uh, second, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, this is going to be their first major title defense. They defended again in the rematch clause match. Yeah. This is going to be their first pay-per-view title defense. Let's they be want real. some decent opponents. Decent opponents, but opponents that won't be hurt by inevitably getting fucked up by Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And you don't want to just have AA look weak as fuck. So in a t- over-the-top route battle royale, they just got caught off guard. It could, it happens. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, I think the first one who went out got double teamed, and then the second one it was just sort of a caught off guard. Gable was counter. out first, and Jordan went out. Second. Yeah. So in that in that instance, you know they don't look bad, and it leaves them free to do something else. Versus Hypros, who will put on a good match, and ultimately fall on the sword. Well, no, they won't. I texted you about this, but you didn't respond, so I don't know if you saw it. What's up? Uh. Ryder got injured in that match. In that match, in the last sequence, where is he, that? Why he was like looking all pissed off on the apron? Yeah, when Mojo comes out to like hype on him, and he's like, "Get the fuck away from me! My knee hurts." He oh, injured God. his knee, and like this is confirmed on WWE.com. Granted, I suppose it could be a storyline, but right. it's probably a legit injury. So, so is the life of Zack Ryder: get a push, get injured. Well, great. I like I like how I, I, I must have missed that message. I'm finding out about this live with the rest of you. Um, fuck. That sucks. So we'll find out what happens then. Um, maybe they... I don't know. Maybe they put in... I'm going to assume... AA. Uh, I could see it actually being a face turn of... Brizongo's fashion police gimmick. Sure. Uh, going up and them being the first team to fall to the Wyatt family. Sure. I mean, I I, I like Brizongo. They've been doing good work. And I mean, if you look at how they booked that uh, that battle royal thing, mm-hmm. uh, the last three teams were the Ascension, Brizongo, and uh, Hypros. Possible. And actually, the last two was Hypros and Brizongo. Wasn't Tyler the last one out? Or Ascension. Was, yeah, it was Ascension. Cause that's, we need but I don't, think they've, I don't think they could put Ascension into that match. Yeah, no, not really. Because that'd be heel versus heel. Uh, Becky Lynch got... Uh, so, Alexa Bliss came out to fight a jobber. Um, or NXT, you know, uh, you know, call up or something like that. And uh, just, just... She disagreed. Just said no. Um... So Becky Lynch came out and was like, I'm here. I'm in my wrestling gear. Let's do this. Uh, they had the match and Be- Alexa Bliss, you know, was like, oh, I tweaked my knee on the outside. I gotta walk away. And took the 10 count loss. And then Becky Lynch went crazy and attacked her after the match, after the count out. And obviously Becky, Becky does not win the title on a count out. So Alexa Bliss retains. Uh, and that's when we had Ziggler, Miz, Ambrose, Luke Harper. Man, Luke Harper looked so good for almost all of that match. Almost all. But not enough at the end. Ambrose started dishing out dirty deeds and looking good, but ultimately Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, like fell down on Ambrose for the win. Uh, and it was... Uh, yeah, so I guess we're getting Ziggler getting a title shot. Who knows? Do you think that they take the belt off of uh, AJ Styles? No. So that AJ can be freed up to do a non-belt feud at the Rumble with someone else? No. 
Okay, then. So saith the Bob. So saith we all. So, with that being said, uh, any other wrestling news before we get into... Oh, there's the European belt. You mean the UK championship? Or the UK championship. Yeah. So, there's a new... Uh, new title thing going on. There's going to be a tournament. Um, I got it. Deets right here. Go ahead and read UK them out. UK Weekly Show beginning on January tw- 2017 exclusively on the WWE Network. A 16-man tournament to decide the WWE UK champion on January 14th and 15th in Blackpool. Uh, Nigel Guinness will join Michael Cole on commentary for the show. Uh, the participants are going to be, oh, nope, that's a picture of them. I can't read off those names. Uh, here we go. Um, uh, time killers. They kill time. So you don't have to. Okay. Uh, we have... Trent Severn, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Jordan Devlin uh, have been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson T-Bone, Ricky J. McKenzie, Joseph Connors. Yeah, he's uh, Joseph WCPW. Connors. WCPW. Yeah, WCPW guy. Uh, is that that that's not all of them? But I don't. There's know. like I think there's like twelve or fifteen. Yeah, I mean, there's there's this many, but this I, many. I, oh, the picture. Yeah, it's, it's, it's men standing on a. I don't remember if I saw Joe Hendry, local hero, on the list or not. Anyway, but this it'll be a fun tournament, and uh, <laughs> William Regal did an interview with the WCPW guys where he basically said uh, that don't worry, we're not poaching contracts, we're not going to make anything exclusive. There's zero restrictions on any of the wrestlers working for other UK promotions. So there you go. So it's not going to devastate the, you know, UK independent wrestling scene, which over the last couple of years has gotten crazy hot. So much good stuff happening over there. So that's a, that's very cool. Any other wrestling news before we get to the, Uh, the belt is fucking gorgeous. Oh yeah. For the UK championship or tournament. I mean, it looks dope as fuck. And all it does is make me so mad that they didn't make the universal championship look better. Seriously. Like the cruiserweight belt looks pretty good. The raw, the SmackDown belts look really, really good. This UK belt looks fucking great. Universal pretty much bag of shit. What what happened there? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's pretty it's pretty crazy that they they were able to make that belt so dope and not their own universal championship. Um I mean I don't know. I, I don't I the WWE Universal Championship has kind of grown on me a little bit. Um you know, I I'm not I'm not as mad at it as I was. Um but that it just shows that that UK championship proves that they are, they are capable of doing so much more. Uh-huh. And they didn't. Um, Big Show is still slated to take on Shaq at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Um, some people are saying he may retire after that now. I know that originally he, he was planning on going, I think he had said, what, two more years? Uh-huh. But, I mean, at this point, you know, he's not on very often. So... 
who knows what they'll do officially. Maybe they'll just kind of keep him in one of those roles where he comes around once a year just to, you know, be an attraction. Right. Uh, so he, Chris hero is coming, uh, looking at cage side rumor stuff. Uh, Brock Lesnar was fined and suspended for a year. Wait, what? By WWE? Uh, UFC. Oh, UFC. I was like, he suspended him for a year and fined him $250,000 for failing drug tests. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I I was shocked for a second. I thought you meant this is like WWE. I was like, uh, so who's Goldberg going to fight at WrestleMania? No, no, no. WWE would never find and suspend Brock Lesnar. Cage side reporting that WWE has no plans for a 2016 Slammy Award show, according to PW Insider. That's a good point. You think they'd be advertising it by now, especially with fan voting and everything. It's being it's in December is usually when they have it. Yeah, and it's already halfway through the month. You think they'd start advertising? That's kind of bullshit, especially because there's been some great stuff this year. It really has. Well, Obviously, I, I, AJ Styles would win Wrestler of the Year. I am. I would imagine so. Star. I would imagine. And, you so. know, he'd he'd probably just do clean sweeping at the fucking. Uh, I just. I just don't understand why they wouldn't do. I mean, I'm sure they're going to give out the Slammies. I don't know that they've ever not given out the Slammies in a year. Like, I get that it's a circle jerk. I mean, award shows themselves are are inherently circle jerks. A kayfabe award show is the, the circle jerkiest right? of it all. A planned out award show. But at the same time, you still do it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh. Apparent, according to the Wrestling Observer, Chris Hero has passed the WWE medical tests. So, you know, he could appear at the Rumble. He could appear tomorrow. It's also, you know, can, we're not sure if he's going to be a main roster or NXT debut. I imagine they just bring him straight up to the main roster. Like, but at the same time, there's a lot of dudes in NXT right now where I'm like, why haven't they been called exactly. out? Namely, Joe Nakamura. Um, I also find it funny that Naomi and Jay Uso both are out with ankle injuries right now. Oh, is that why the Usos weren't wrestling? Apparently, it'll keep them out until post Christmas. Um. Also, Alexa Bliss should have uh, a merch release this week. Apparently, she hasn't had merch yet. Yeah, I was gonna say, which is funny to me since she's a champion i mean you have to have merch to be a champion uh also cena they've been advertising a cena return yep i fucking hate that they do that after christmas i think i fucking hate that they do that bob i mean how do you feel people to tune in i mean yeah but you take away the moment yeah it's true but at the same time it's two days after christmas like I guess so. You, you're, people probably aren't going to watch. And so if they stick Cena on, people will watch. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So I, I, I see where you're coming from. I do. But like, as a fan, if this was I like, if this was like, you know, a show right after a pay-per-view, they wouldn't need to advertise it because right. people would be watching it because they want to see the fallout from the pay-per-view. Right. But this is like a dead time show. That for, they need. Especially for SmackDown need something to prop it up. Uh, obviously, New Day just 
broke the record, so they should be dropping that title at, like any day now. Uh, well, so uh, that kind of leads to a point uh, about talking about tribute to the troops. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't get into that at all. I know uh, it's largely considered a non-canon show, and it's just kind of a fun thing to support right. the United States military. Right. Uh, you actually watched this entire event. I did, okay. and it wasn't bad. Uh, so break it down for us. So pretty much the main reason why I watched it was because that uh, despite this being non-canonical, it still featured a mixing of SmackDown and Raw, which okay. was kind of interesting. Uh, and it also did feature a storyline advancement. There was okay. a match, uh, a four-way a four-way tag match instead of a three-way tag match. Okay. Um, to set up the number one contenders for the Raw tag teams and establish a, a match at Roadblock. Uh, roadblock. End of the line. And so Shami Cesaro won the four-way tag. Interesting. Uh, and then probably the most interesting thing that happened for uh, hardcore fans of the show uh, they got to see their ultimate wrestling boner oh. on screen. It starts off New Day's talking about how they're the greatest, their greatest team in wrestling, the greatest tag team, the greatest team. And, you know, yeah. pans over. Oh, you're just a couple of nerds. You're not the greatest team in wrestling. And it shows the club with AJ Styles oh, talking wow. about how they're the greatest team in wrestling. And then it pans over. To the shield. Really? All three of them standing there going, huh, greatest team in wrestling? Yeah, okay. Really? Yes, this happened. Oh, man. I wonder if it's on like Hulu. It's definitely on YouTube. Like the It's, it's for sure all over. I can I have find to you find a clip. It. I have to watch that now. I, I might just have to watch this. Was it a good show? Oh. It wasn't bad. Uh, there's also a great Jack Gallagher moment you can watch on this GIF. Uh, so let me preface this. It was a uh, six man tag for the cruiserweights. Okay. And um, somebody got thrown out of the ropes. Uh, I think uh, uh, Kendrick got thrown out of the ropes. Ropes. Then TJP jumped out, did a tope suicida. Right. And then Drew. Listen, tomorrow. And then uh, Drew Gulak uh, jumped out after them. And then. Uh, Rich Swan did a crazy like 450 off of the outside turnbuckle. Okay. To the ground. Then Tony Neese did like this crazy flip over the ropes. And so Gallagher was left alone in the ring. And then the uh why well, wanna click the arrow. Oh the arrow. Okay. So he's just sort of he does the cross. Bounces off the ropes and then <laughs> and then climbs out of the ropes and does an axe handle drop. <laughs> that's that's priceless. Wait, so Tribute to the Troops was just in an arena? Yeah, it was, it was in DC. That doesn't make any sense. Tribute to the Troops is always like in a big open air thing with the troops. I understand why you're a little upset with this. However, let me respond to you by saying this. They gave out massive amounts of sections to 
active serving members. I mean, sure. And there was a guy who even posted online saying he couldn't get in with his veterans card because they were only doing it for active service members. Okay. Um, and they made a note of this on the show. This is the first ever tribute to the troops that all branches of the military were in attendance for. Okay. I mean, it's cool. And there's a lot of... They're in D.C. They're in the nation's capital. There's a lot of forts around the area. Uh, that's true. They, you know, had... I guess that's true. I just... And, and, and it, was, to... it was the first time, you know, usually they're only at an army branch or they're only at a uh, navy base, you know? They're, right. So, so now they got army, navy, air force, marines, coast guard. They had them all. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. I, I see the point. It's something about the previous tribute to the troops when they were just like, you know, out in the field with them. And, you know, see something, some, you know, gives you an American pride boner, like watching Big Show riding around in a tank. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or like John Cena jumping out of a Humvee. But people were people desert. were questioning where Jack Swagger is because there's not one mention of we the people during tribute to the troops. This is this is a travesty. This must be addressed. If there's one show of the year you break Jack Swagger out for, it is tribute to the goddamn troops. That's his bread and butter. Right? We, we where is people. where is Jack Swagger? We need to get this hashtag going. Where is Jack Swagger? All we know is that the la- one of the last times he was seen, he was seen in wrestling gear that looked like gray sweats. So That's also true. He looked like a failed comic book bad guy. <laughs> in the- but like on his match. off day. On his off day. Uh, Emelina didn't get debuted on Raw. They're right? saving that. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll eventually get Emelina's return and find out what the hell this is. I mean, I'm excited to see her back. I hope that she does goes back to working with Dana. The two of them were great. Honestly, I would love to see a heel versus heel feud between uh, Emma and Charlotte that, for Dana. That could be awesome. And she's like, she's my minion. And you're like, no, she's working with me. And then you're like, okay, Dana, we're going to fight for you. I mean, that could be really cool. And free up the division for some other stuff. Right. Because well, Nia is still there to work. <laughs> Right, heaven forbid we have multiple women's storylines without the championship belt being included. Uh, SmackDown's been doing it with half the size of our rosters. So. More rumors. Uh, so it looks like because we had heard online that uh, for TLC they gave like huge discounts the day of to make sure the thing was filled up. Oh yeah. Uh, it sounds like they're they're not only giving huge discounts to Roadblock, but they've been like actively doing like giveaways. Oh, in the area. Just free tickets and such. I was just like, hey, go to the show. Oh, it's in Pittsburgh. That's yeah. right. And I guess the idea of giving away some of the tickets is that like it incentivizes people to go like, well, I'm going to go by myself. Yeah. I'll- so I'll get my friends to buy tickets. And then, oh, look, the ticket's already discounted. You know, like if I want a ticket, I'm sure you would want to go. Mo would probably want to go. There'd be other friends and that would want to go. And then if the tickets were already like, you know, 30% off, Sure. Why not get the whole gang to go watch Roadblock 2? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I also understand why ticket sales are slumping. Because, like, one, these, like, this isn't, like, even TLC, at least, is a perennial, like, event pay-per-view. 
Like you know that TLC is probably going to come. Roadblock right. is a totally made up one. Like that has mm-hmm. never been a thing before. So like I can see why no one you know it doesn't have the name recognition. It doesn't have any like gimmick matches that are you know there's not going to be a tables, ladders, and chairs match. There's not right. going to be a ladder match. It's just a show. I mean, I guess there's the sixty minute or the thirty minute Iron Woman match, but like that's that's not of a. a, a, a you know, it's not a, a cage. It's right. not a, an elimination chamber. It's Although not, I, I think arguably it could be even better for the feud than the Hell in a Cell was. Depending. Yeah. I mean, I, as long as the I match mean, doesn't I get, mean, I'm going to be real with you right now. Yeah. With how much uh, Sasha and Charlotte has been forced on our throats over the past few months, the idea of a 30-minute match to top it all off doesn't really sit that great with me. Although, like, oh, great. Because we haven't gotten enough anyway. So let's just drag it out for 30 fucking minutes. If this truly is the last match they have for a while, though. If this truly is, they could go all out. They are saying there's no rematch clause. It'll probably be Sasha retaining because that'd like be a story of Charlotte finally losing on a pay. Anyway, right. that's for our that's for our pay-per-view predictions. But right. speaking of yeah, let's uh, let's let's wrap the show up. Um, How long oh, have we been going for? Uh, about an hour. Yeah. Last thing I'll say real quick uh, is that uh, uh, the tag team Apocalyptico is is filming. oh yeah. And uh, fun fact, people have been analyzing the trailer for it. Uh huh. Because keep in mind, at the tag team, so at this total nonstop deletion event, that's like the brand of it. The Apocalyptico tag team is just a section of that. So the entire episode is taking place on the compound. Uh So it's an entirely in the field, pre-taped, no commentators, like just like the first final deletion that we saw with Brother Nero. Uh Uh, There's also a women's title match. There's like, they're defending like the belt like the, their heavyweight belt, but also his son Maxwell has a title defense. Maxel, Maxel, my bad. It's such an odd name, Maxel. Maxel has a title defense, and he's what nineteen months old. Yeah, something, something like that. But people have been analyzing the trailer for it, and it looks like all of the matches happen simultaneously. Because if you watch the different f- shots. Like there's like a shot of like the women fighting, but in the background you see some of the tag teams fighting, and then there's a shot of like one of the tag teams like you know fighting each other, and you see the heavyweight match going on in the background. So it looks like that this is going to they be save time by just shooting everything at once. Everything's happening at once, but then they're at, like showing, they're cutting between matches to other ongoing matches, which could make the two hour. I think it's a two hour event. I think it could make that feel. Not so drug out. Oh, this is this is confirmed on Kayfabe. Uh, Zach Ryder just flew into Birmingham, Alabama this morning, and not for vacation on his Twitter account, which means surgery. Fuck! God damn it! God damn it, Zach Ryder! Wait, Can't Neville has an ankle injury. Well, who? Neville? Is that why we haven't seen him either? At, yeah, at today's UK press conference, Neville was asked in a roundtable when he'd be seen on TV, and he replied he has ankle injuries currently and is out for a little while. Didn't he? He just got over his broken shin bone. Hey, man. Well, that's all awful. All right, roadblock end of the line. Let's just do our predictions right now. 
Uh, New Day uh, versus... Shiz- I'm going to go ahead and just call Shizaro. New Day versus Shizaro, Tag Team Championship. No stipulations. Who do you got? Uh, I have New Day, actually. You're... There- uh, I'm going Shizaro because it's time. I know it is time, and I've been calling for New Day to drop the belts this whole time. But I think, I think WWE is going to swerve the people who want to be swerved by having them retain. Still, <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Bob. You are certainly well within your rights to believe that, but you're a fool, and I just want you to know you're a fool. Fair enough. Like there's, they gotta drop the belts. It's fucking time already, dude. It's fucking time. So you're going. Just to be clear, I'm gonna draw Bob with green ink, and you're calling New Day, and I'll draw me with orange ink, and I'm calling Shazaro. All right, Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn in a ten minute time limit singles match. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out that there's also a draw. Oh yeah, no, it's it's going to the time limit. Why the fuck would they have a singles match with a ten minute time limit? Like, <laughs> I think they're going to fight to the time limit, and then he's going to be like, "Look, see, I can keep up with Strowman for ten minutes." And then Strowman's going to fucking destroy him once the bell rings. Okay, so we're both calling a draw there. Yeah, uh, Rich Swan, TJP, the Brian Kendrick. Uh, Swan retains. I'm going. Bob, Bob goes. Swan retains. Uh, I go. The Brian Kendrick. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks in a 30 minute Iron Woman match. Uh, as previously mentioned, I already called for Sasha Banks uh, because I think she is going to retain and it's going to do the whole Sasha losing on a pay per view story. And- All right, we both, we both call Sasha. Uh, Rusev versus Big Cass. This is the pre show match. Yes. And I'm going to go. I want it to be Rusev just because he hasn't won in a while. Is that what you're calling? I'm going to call Rusev. Calling Rusev. Uh, I want to call Rusev. I'm going to call Big Cass. Uh, Kevin Owens or uh, Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins singles match. I think Rollins has got it. Uh, I think Jericho losing could be somehow like KO related, how he comes out to help and fucks up or something. I'm going to call Jericho and extend the feud. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel Rollins got it. I'm calling Jericho half to say they extend the feud and half so that we can have it interesting the night of the show. And then finally, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. I feel like this one's pretty obviously is Owens retaining, seeing as how it's booked. Uh, because if they want the belt on Roman, they could have made it more dramatic by saying it's a belt versus belt match, but they didn't because they don't want the U S belt on Kevin Owens. And so I feel like they're just going to have Rowan's retain. I'm going to go ahead and, and agree with you on that one, Bob. Uh, it definitely, it, it seems like if they were truly going to put, the belt onto Roman right now, I feel like they would have either made a belt versus belt match or would have had him 
lose the belt via shenanigans to Jericho or somebody else. Yeah, and then go in and take the main belt. But he's not holding both belts at the end of the night. Yeah, the fact that 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 didn't happen, I'm going to go ahead and call it. So uh, it looks like you and me disagree on one, two, three, four matches. Which which, you know what that means. We need a tiebreaker. Because we both called a draw. Uh, for Roman and and Braun Strowman and Zane, we both called Sasha Banks and we both called Kevin Owens. So, what what do you think is a good? Ooh, tie I got record? one. What is it? Does Trips come back tonight uh, at the show or not? Ooh, I don't know because Kevin. Uh, here's the thing: the main event is either going to be Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, or uh-huh. it's or it's going to be Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah, it's one of the two. Uh-huh. Trips has no reason to be there for either of those. Maybe maybe he comes out to congratulate Charlotte or Sasha on their match, and then Seth Rollins runs out. And but that seems heelish because if Trips came out to congratulate Sasha or Charlotte, it wouldn't be as the game. It would be as Cool Dad Trips. Yes, Papa H. Papa H. As it were, you know what I mean. And that would be totally heel of Rollins to interrupt that moment. Fair. So I don't know what's another. Ooh. Uh, how about we could call the number of uh, oh the number of pins, pins in the Iron number Man of match. total pins in the Iron Man match? Yeah, or tap outs like yes. So I would say here's what I would say: Go ahead. I'm gonna open up my pen tool so I can write this down. Uh, I want you to call. We both predict Charlotte will lose. Yes. So pick a number like a blank to blank, like a four to three or a Ah, okay. Thirty minutes. Sasha Charlotte. I'm gonna go it's only gonna be two to one. So Bob's prediction is oh I'm I you are green, I am orange. Bob's prediction is two 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 fall two, two falls one. to one fall. Now see I am personally of the opinion that like the low end on of, of pinfalls and submissions can definitely feel slower. And that is going to be an issue with this match is that they don't want it to feel slow. So I'm going to go the opposite. Huh? And I'm going to say, there's going to be a higher number of pinfalls and submissions. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that it'll be, it's 30 minutes. Let's see if it's 30 minutes and there were 10 pinfalls, or and submissions total that would be three uh, that'd be one every three minutes. That yes. seems a little high, so I'm not going to go. Right, you have to imagine there. There's not going to be one at least for the first five minutes. So I'll say seven, and so I'll say four to three. I'm going to call four to three. That way, watch. It's an ultimate swerve, and there's only one. Oh my god! If they do, if they do a a one nothing finish, like the fucking Bret Hart going into overtime one, uh, I don't think I could take that much. Like I love Charlotte and I love Sasha, but that is just a lot to hit to take in. That is a lot of wrestling. <laughs> anyway, holy shit balls, Bob! We've been uh. So everybody, we've been we've been cooking this show for about an hour fifteen. Jeez Christ. But you know when you're when you're talking to old friends like Bob and Corey here, it it really only feels like twenty minutes, right? Anyway, 
All right, that's that's our show. We want to thank you all for tuning in to the Small Package Show again. We we love and appreciate all of you and time that you dedicate to tuning into our little our little show here. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Our little corner of the is world. next week Christmas week? Uh, no. What's what is the dates next week? Just so I can make sure what's going on. So this is the go the this is the go home. So raw so raw's pay per view is the eighteenth. That's Sunday. Uh. Christmas is next Sunday, so uh, we'll we'll still have a show up this week, right? This upcoming week after yeah. after Roadblock. When do you leave? I leave Thursday, and I'm doing something Wednesday night. So maybe we can cut out like 40 minutes of Wednesday afternoon. Maybe, maybe. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll try to work it out for next week's show, and then the ne- the week after that, the Christmas show will probably. Uh, just Finally be the John Moore special. John Moore special is what it'll probably be. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I've been Corey Poindexter. You can find me on Twitter and uh, social media at CB Poindexter. You can find Mr. Bob over here on Twitter at Bob Feckety or on Instagram at Soldier Scuzzy if you like soda. You can find both of us together on Twitter at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. Also on Facebook. Make sure to check out our Facebook. We've been posting these live videos and Got stuff. Vids. We'll be posting. We post content to the Twitter, but we're going to be posting a lot more to Facebook. So check that out. Uh, like us on Facebook. We could use it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week here on the Small Package Show. Small thank Package. You.